0: Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM, 87.6, 87.8 or 88. Right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. You're with the double L team, Lyle and Lawson. Lawson. How are you this
1: morning? Oh, I'm so great. How has
0: God blessed you in the last day?
1: Okay, so in the last day, oh, I had an epically long phone call with one of my friends, like hour and 25 minute kind of that's, phone call. That's decent. You know, that's, decent. That's, a, that's not a bad effort. It's, kind, it's the kind of phone call where like, I haven't seen them in a while, like, you know, a long, probably like five months and, oh, maybe like, four months I haven't seen them in about four months and they called me and we just talked and talked and caught up on life so shout out my friend Gemma she's an absolute gun uh, currently living up in the Lismore area doing uh, you know ministry and life up there uh, but yeah no it's and obviously you know a former former speak here on faith FM it's Yes, in some limited yes limited to to do a bit of
0: uh, a bit of uh, working on faith FM back in the day
1: yeah so shout out her they're just so good just caught up about you know life uh, ministry Uh, you know, talked about Korean music for a little bit, like all of our favorite things. So just just Korean music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It was was epic. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) We keep that on the hush.
0: Did you know, did you know that, uh, two, the two languages in the world that the word structure lends itself the most towards uh, singing and music is supposed to be Italian and Korean? That's very interesting. So, so Korea
1: is like, Europe's like Asia's Italy, essentially. I, uh, from what you said, I assume so. And, and, they, what, and know, what I said is right. I have no idea. Somebody you know, told me that they so. have the most booming music industry at the moment as well. So that's oh, good go, for them. Go Korea.
0: Yeah. What about yourself?
1: What are you going for?
0: Oh, uh, yesterday I was playing with water and electricity.
1: That sounds really dangerous, Lyle. It was, it
0: was just the best fun ever. <laughs> uh, building a laundry.
1: Oh, that's. That's so actually good. putting the plumbing through, yeah.
0: putting the wiring through, Dude, <laughs> making epic. sure the two don't touch it.
1: You're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM. Positively different.
0: Now yeah, we have positively, positively different, different. Let's talk
1: about it. What do you got for us there, Lawson? Okay, well, check this out. I have been obsessed with the idea, like probably over the last five months or so, just in my head, like coming up with scenarios and situations where. I wouldn't have to eat anymore and I could just survive and be like perfectly sustained, like not eating and not drinking water. Check it out. So I usually ask people this question. I'm like, oh, so if like, you know, you know, those hypothetical questions that you love to get into, you know, would you rather and whatnot? It's like, would you rather live normally as you do right now or take a pill that means that you don't have to eat or drink anymore? And a lot of people at first are like, oh, obviously not, because eating and drinking is amazing. But I'm like, think about what you could be able to do if you didn't have to eat or drink. But why would I want to? Well, maybe, you know, you could, like, live in the bush for, like, and never have to leave for, like, ages. Imagine how. why would living in the bush be fun if I couldn't eat and drink? Because then you could explore and
0: do really crazy stuff. But then I wouldn't be able to explore food and... Yeah, so you're one of the people. The
1: you're one of the people who are usually contrary to my ideas. My, but this that's to because me, that's because your ideas are usually very contrary to
0: life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 no, okay, so this is something like I, I love asking that hypothetical and. I've read this morning that we are, like, one step closer to that reality. The magic pill where you never have to eat again. Yeah, like, we, I don't think it's, okay, okay, it's a happen. very distant step yeah, but like, until we deep get deep there, step. but check this out. I read this morning, like a this is really things. epic. A fruit you, have, you have read this passage in the
0: Bible that talks about the tree of life that bears 12 different kinds of fruit, different kind of fruit every month. Yes, For I the understand eternity. we're supposed to eat, Lyle,
1: yes. This will never end. You will I, never take this pill. Yes, Lyle, I understand that it's <laughs> not going to happen. It's just something that I would like to see. And we are taking one small, very distant step towards that. Check this out. All right. I read this morning yeah. about a food startup company uh, based in New York. A food company. Yeah, well, yeah. Who are going to eliminate food? This, no, this no. no wow, listen, listen, listen. They've created this. They've developed technology. Um, it's essentially this wrapping technology where normally you know, perishing foods like fruit and vegetables and things and and other foods that need to be refrigerated don't have to be for months and don't die because of oxidization and all these different things. Basically, they. Yeah, you know, I had this technology when I was like a kid. Uh huh. What was and it you called? You put it in a. Bottle. I think they were called
0: like gola jars or something or other. Put the lid on. Put the clip on. Boil it a bit. Put it in the put it in the uh, in in the pantry, and it lasts for like ever. No problem but, solved.
1: No, but this is this is cool. Lyle, okay, okay. Right, Trust right, me. All right, all right. Uh, so basically, they like um, shrink wrap these things with they they like pump um, some. This, like, CO2, pasteurized CO2 <laughs> in there, and then they... Oh, here it comes, <laughs> CO2. Lyle, please. Let me live my dreams, please. They put this pasteurized CO2 in there and then, like, shrink wrap it up. And basically, like, normally, you know, these foods that, like, spoil within whether it be a couple weeks or, you know, a month or so can last months and months and months without refrigeration. And without, you know, uh basically, like, there's no you know, uh oxidization damage as well. There's no like flavor change. I'm sure with what you did, there would be some kind of change to the, you know, what CO2 is right. Yeah. Like carbon. It's like, Car exhaust. Well, it's 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 like car exhaust. They're they're pumping your food full of. So we we should try this. We've talked about CO two before. We talked about how they were making you know uh, uh, cow food out of CO two. But this is CO two that is like pasteurized and can be washed off. Put it behind
0: your car. Start your car.
1: Shrink wrap it. Problem solved. (laughs) This is, Lyle, please. Uh-oh. Let uh-oh. me live my dreams. No, this is co- this is okay, really uh-oh. good technology. No, because it, what it does is like in, in the world that we live in, yes. um, it saves the need for refrigeration for transporting of food. Okay, which so is it's going massive. to save
0: on CO two. So we're gonna use CO two to save on CO two because we're not using electricity. Yes. Which is made by coal. Yes. Right. But
1: the, the benefits outweigh
0: the, the, the so negative. we take the CO2 that uh-huh. we make and then we use that CO2 to make less CO2.
1: Yes, which is a good thing. Okay. It's, yes. a, it's a really good thing. What it also does is prevent food ra- waste, you know, m- like hugely, because food ra- waste is caused by, like, not having, firstly, like, the food not being consumed, but and not having the space to keep it, like, kept, you know. Not having the space to keep it kept in it, you know, running out of it's shelf life. Whereas this dramatically extends its shelf life and then takes up way less resources to keep because it doesn't need to be refrigerated. You do know what happens if you have too much CO2, right? Lyle, please. <laughs> you get really,
0: really sleepy. Yeah, but the CO2 is washed off. And then it has a bad ending. <laughs>
1: Right. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was. Really it is a very cool
0: piece of technology, right there. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. Um, I, I feel do. I like. do wonder whether you <laughs> eat too much of this food. That's um, whether it's uh, you know got all this CO2 in it. Whether it's actually going to be good for you or not. But hey, let's find out. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. If We can have we can we can have less refrigeration and less freezing. Then maybe we've got less pollution in our world. Yeah. Maybe this is a better alternative. I don't know. It, it, I, I believe it will I'm be. I'm worried that you eat too much of this stuff, you might end up turning into a crocodile or something. or than... <laughs> A crocodile.
1: <laughs> okay, just quickly in the last two minutes that I have, I wanted to, sh- to share an epic story coming out of the United uh, States. Somebody, somebody just texted Ooh. in too. The
0: Fowler's Preserving Units are still available. Um, and and I still do it, this person says. Um, awesome fruit, much simpler than using CO2. So there you go. You can go out and buy the uh, Fowler's preserving bottles and all the clips and the lids, uh-huh. and you can still preserve your own fruit. This person texting through has uh, a big orchard that um, has been was planted a very long time ago mm. and produces large amounts of fruit. So there you go. You can still do that.
1: Yeah, but you know the the good thing about this wrap is that it takes up less space. It's easier to transport. It's biodegradable
0: and the jars you get to use every year you don't have you you don't have to like
1: recycle them or throw them out okay I get it the jars are really cool but so CO2 I'm I'm getting text messages coming through (laughs) left right and centre on
0: this one (laughs) Oh, I've got another, I've got like three text messages in line here. Man, this is waiting, the pick on Lawson waiting, Day, waiting, classic. Waiting to, yeah, that's right. If you'd like to pick on Lawson,
1: the number is one 800 <laughs> Or text us at 491 Someone says, God spent time
0: and thought on the food, which would, which would be best for his created beings and gave us an amazing variety for us to taste. And you want us to replace it with a pill. <laughs>
1: Yes, I know. Like, okay. Yes, uh, I understand that this will never be reality, but it could be pretty cool if we could just run around forever. Well, not forever, but for a very okay, extended what be, period. What would be what would be what would be seriously cool uh-huh. is a survival pill. Yes, now that would be a good use. You take a pill and it's like limited.
0: Well, you know, you, you could you could say you know last for a year maybe um, if you had to, but it doesn't stop you from eating once you get out of that survival situation.
1: Okay. Yeah, if you get enough. lost
0: on a desert island, you pop the pill and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you do get some nice food along the way, some coconuts wash up on the beach, you can
1: have that too. Yeah, usually in my hypothetical, if you eat any food, you die. Like, Okay, let's just <laughs> ditch this hypothetical because <laughs> it doesn't sound like any fun at all. Yeah, so. but I, I will agree. God's food is amazing. Food is awesome. You're listening to The Breakfast Joke Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Yes. Epic stuff. All right.
0: Wow. What's happening? We're going to talk about the greatest oxymoron in the world, and that is reality television. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. It has no... No... no, Which is completely scripted and has nothing to do with reality whatsoever Mm -hmm. at all. But there is a lot of people out
1: there who seem to be fascinated with reality television. Like, I, I will say, there is the appeal to reality television that's similar to, like, watching... Like... A musical or theatre or something like that. Like, it's just. Maybe this is why I've never got into reality TV. Are you not into musical theatre? No. I wouldn't say it's like musical theatre, but it's like a play almost. It's just like a bunch of people living their lives out in front of you. And yeah, they say it's real and the situation's realistic, but it's fake. Well, it's like worldwide, worldwide wrestling. It's the same yeah, category. Yeah, 100%. That's, same category. That is a, a theatre right there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But yeah, reality TV. It's, yeah. it's a bit here and all there. no well, way wrestling, wrestling is definitely real. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. You said it. You said it. <laughs> anyway, yes.
0: moving off of that, uh, new a rea- new reality TV show that's supposed to be coming out on Netflix called The Byron Bay's. Uh, recently invited Billy Otto, who, who is related to uh, Melissa Otto, whose music we often play here on Faith FM, uh, to be part of the show. And he's kind of been making headlines this last week because he's ditched the whole thing. He's mm. just given Netflix the flick. Uh, Billy Otto is a a social media influence, a music uh, producer and musician himself, uh, works with a number of different rising stars. Uh, he doesn't actually even live in Byron Bay, lives in Ocean Shores, which is kind of near Byron Bay, mm. but doesn't actually live there and was invited to be a part of this uh, reality TV show on a number of, you know, famous influence, social media influencers who live in the area. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people there from who have previously been on, say, for instance, Love Island and The Bachelorette and other um, such shows that I mm. would never, ever have dreamed of. These are like my sister's <laughs> favourite shows. Okay, I'm <laughs> going to offend a whole bunch of people here this morning. <laughs> I really don't care. Yeah. Um, but it is promoted as having all the binge-worthy, addictive drama of ev- er- every uh, reality show that is out there. And Otto says that he wants to have nothing to do with the fights, the flings, and the heartbreaks that are scripted into the show. Mm. And the world needs less clickbait, less filter, and more real. Mm. And on that, you know, I do tend to agree with Billy. I think it's actually a good a good thing that he says here. And me just speaking the truth from a place of integrity, authenticity, I don't want to go into a world where they make a joke out of my spirituality or they make a joke out of my creatorship. I'm just not up for sale. Uh, I didn't do this to get this kind of media attention. Uh, Netflix has said they intend to make the show with humanity and art. They've... Used the reality platform. I hope they don't get too lost in the need to have a drama and gossip to have eyeballs. Mm. Um, some some very good comments. He, says, he said this uh, experience for him was a wake-up call, gave me, gave me an opportunity to clarify my own values. I don't really align with that energy. I do believe in local Indigenous knowledge. I really do care about the Byron community. I want to make content that matters to the world, uh, climate change, racism, men's mental health. I don't want to be distracted by being on a reality show, I want to keep my mind, my brand untarnished. Empowering. I don't need this. Wow. Ooh, very <laughs> wow. pointed <laughs> yes. words.
1: And that's so, dude. Like you Just watch, came out and gave them the flick, big time. Like I, you know, I live with my parents who aren't <laughs> Christian, and most of my family is not Christian, and so there is lots of talk on, you know, the the next big reality show. You know, the biggest one that we've had in Australia recently is like Married at First Sight, which. On premise is just the most ridiculous thing ever, um, but I've sat there and like you know while my parents are watching like you know watched an episode or two with them and I'm like how could you as like a person because the whole point is they're portraying it as real right like this yes. is really who they are yes. I'm like and you know that this is the whole thing is scripted no but this is the, like people believe that it's real. And people, and, and like, yeah, they try to believe
0: that worldwide wrestling is real as
1: well. But no, but Lyle, my point is, is that like, how can, you make your, how can you make yourself look so terrible in front of people? Like, cause there's all those dramas, right? And ev- every season of, you know, Married at First Sight, My Kitchen Rules, whatever, there's the that couple or that person that's just hated by everyone, you know, and they cause all the drama. It's like, I'm... Sure, this person isn't like that in real life, but why would they let themselves go? Why would they compromise themselves on a show like that and make literally all of Australia or all of the world hate them that much. And this is the thing that frustrates me because, you know,
0: there's 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 been some reality shows out there that I've seen advertised like car shows. You know, they're restoring cars or something like this. I'm like, yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. You know, that's 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 cool. I'm into cars. I love to see that kind of thing. And you get on there and instead of being about the cars, it's be it's all about the internal drama in the workshop. Yeah. And you can, and it's just so over dramatized. Now I've worked in a workshop. I was in a workshop for five years. I know what goes on in a workshop. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, the most, the highest level of ridiculousness that you could ever imagine. I'm like, this is not entertainment. Show me what you're doing to this car. Yeah. Show me how you're cutting the rust out, beating the dents Mm. out of it. Show me what you're going to do to the engine, you know? Mm. How are you going to turbocharge this thing? What are you going to, you know, what kind of, ah, anyway.
1: This is the thing is that like a network would say, oh, there's not, you know, that's too niche. There's not enough, you know, cross application for that. And not many people who are outside of the car world will watch it. And that's why we have YouTube. Okay. So now here's the interesting thing, because my next story goes along with this first story. And my
0: next story shows that people are actually rejecting, the non-reality, and uh moving towards reality. Yeah, wow. And authenticity. How so? Okay, so in the United States, the American Bible Society has just put, published the first two chapters of their State of the Bible report. Uh, this is looking at the t- 2019 to 2020. Uh, it's nine chapters in total, but the first two chapters have shown that in 2019 uh, there were 169 million Americans who read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Which direction do I reckon that goes in two thousand and twenty? And by how much? Well I kinda of gave it away, but Yeah, yeah, I would say up. It's going up. Uh huh. It's gone up by ten more than ten million. Oh, that's a So d- in twenty twenty it went from one hundred and sixty nine million to one hundred and eighty one million. Mm. Now, to a population of 331 million, that means that there are still 150 million people out there who didn't read the Bible last year, mm-hmm. and there'd be a percentage of that that would be taken up by the elderly who are too old to read and the young who are too young to read. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess there's two different ways of looking at that, glass half full or glass half empty, but it's good to see that the numbers are going up. Yes. Um, so people who read the Bible on a daily basis, uh, that went up by about 4%. Uh which is, you know, significant. Yes. Uh people reading the Bible on a weekly basis. About thirty-four percent of the United States population read the Bible on a weekly basis. Mm. And twenty-four percent of those thirty-four percent stated that in twenty twenty they were reading the Bible on a more frequent basis than what they were the year before.
1: Mm. Uh
0: so yeah, we're waiting to hear the rest of this particular report when the full nine chapters come about. But some of the early observations that they've made is that America is dealing with a, well, the world is dealing with a -a once-in-a-year pandemic, but they're also dealing with significant social unrest along with significant uh, political unrest. And so people are going back to the Bible. What's interesting is that the unrest and the pandemic existed last year, but this is the fourth straight year The Bible reading has increased, Mm. uh, with 95 million people who read the Bible last year. For uh, our new readers, who you know hadn't been reading it before, uh, which is in what they call the movable middle. And these are people who are people returning to the Bible and people who are picking up the Bible for the very first time. So it's great to see more of the Bible getting out there and some positively different uh, news for the more serious news section.
1: Yeah, that's epic. You're listening to The Breakfast Joe Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: All right, right, so uh, Johnny's in the studio this morning is, well... One of our bosses, the man from head office. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got one of the head office here guys this morning, so we've got to. Uh, Lawson, I've got to, be, got to behave this morning. <laughs> we, we, we should start anyway. <laughs> uh, Robbie Bergen, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. That sounds so official, the head boss. I've never been one of those before. <laughs> thank you, boss, one of the one, like- of, one of the bosses from head office. So Robbie Bergen comes to us from uh, Faith FM head office in. Uh, uh, down in Victoria, down in Melbourne, and Robbie, what's your role down there?
2: So I'm the content and promotions manager for Faith FM.
0: Okay, so if you would like to complain about the content uh, of Faith FM, the number to call right now one 843 We got the man. Who we, makes we do. The changes. We do. If there's something you don't like,
2: <laughs> now is the time to call. I, I know the people, so you know I can. I, I get I get a lot of feedback from you guys from your show. So you know, but I don't pass it all on to you
0: okay in the dark. <laughs> you know what's no. so
1: you know what's so funny I actually met Robbie for the first time like about about a month actually, ago actually tell us about how did that happen oh yeah so so I was playing bass guitar in the high school tent at um at big camp yes and Robbie was uh at, also at big camp doing some work in the high school tent presenting in the morning um you know going over his faith journey and you know how that's had just yeah massive impact on him basically summing up a lot of the stuff they talked about in the faith uh, experience um into a format for teenagers it was like epic program anyway we're sitting there before it starts and me and robbie start chatting he's like oh you know he lost a nice you." blah blah, blah. it's like oh so you know what do you do with yourself and i'm like oh well you know right now i'm currently working on faith fm you know i'm the, i've never met this guy i don't know who he is you just, you just, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, no, I'm currently you know working on faith fm as you know a, a host i speak on the morning show he's like Wow! Really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, well, I finally get to put a, uh, a you know face to the name. I'm like, oh, do you listen to the show? He's like, I'm a content manager. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm, I'm one of your boss. I'm <laughs> your boss.
2: <laughs> We're all kind of new. We're all kind of new. I've only been in the role for at least about ten months now, and it, yeah. I, I came in at the time right when the pandemic was hitting Melbourne and the lockdown happened, mm. and so obviously based in Melbourne, that didn't. Yeah. Transition very well, so I've been re- remote up, up until about four weeks ago. Yeah, so wow. now I'm in Melbourne, and so now I'm trying to put faces and you know, yeah. But it was it was awesome. Like so you got you got locked up into in, in Queensland when yeah. you're supposed to have a job in Melbourne or something. Yeah, like that Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I was in Tassie and I was supposed to get caught across to Melbourne, right? And so they came, and packed up my house, and, and it, it got broke the leases. We we're trying to find a place in Melbourne, and all of a sudden the removers go, um, "Bad news, guys. We can't get you into Melbourne because the stage four lockdown. Yeah, right?
0: They've they've, they've they've lifted the drawbridge.
2: Yeah, and it was like. <laughs> okay so what do we do now we can't get into melbourne we can't stay in tassie and so family to the rescue and families in brisbane so i can't complain because brisbane was like going to heaven during that time like there was no restrictions there was no lockdown no masks nothing right and it was just it was warm compared to tassie so now we enjoyed it but yeah getting back into the role um getting into melbourne now getting around to see the different studios meeting
0: face to face it's been really good Fantastic, fantastic. So, um, you also are in charge of your own show, which is called The Faith Experiment, um, which has recently been rescheduled to 10am on Mondays. I know, right? Like, I I killed my own show by
2: um, starting another show with the Tassie guys. So, Tassie Encounters started, and their airtime is 9 o'clock, or every every weekday, Mm. and so my slot was 9 o'clock, and so I graciously gave it to them. There you go. What a guy. So, my my show's been pumped back to
0: 10am on Mondays, so... Okay, so now tell us a little bit about about the Tassie Show. Yes. I've been curious about this because we've got the content manager who, well, the new content manager who's been living and pastoring and ministering in Tasmania for uh, quite a number of years, who comes into Faith FM. But then we've also got our guy, well, we're claiming him, uh, (laughs) now Tasmania's guy, but Peter Watts, who was doing our afternoon show, who moves down to Tasmania. And so we've got this whole kind of Tasmania feel happening right here. And I suddenly know, there's a right? Tasman- Tasmania show. Who do we have? <laughs> who do we blame the most for this? Is this, uh, is this Peter? Is it you or is so it? Is such how did a, this come about? This is such a weird story,
2: right? Like I was, I was pastoring a church in Glenorchy in Hobart and, um, the pandemic hit. And so everything went crazy. We went to lockdown. And so I got asked to do a whole bunch of stuff online for the Australian network for our, our church. And so as I was doing that, Apparently, some people in Melbourne decided, hey, we should get this guy across to Melbourne. So, they call me to Melbourne. And so, that creates a vacancy in Glenorchy, right? So, my boss in Tassie, he's such searching for a replacement. He finds Peter. from Who's up here, up here doing here, the afternoon after the show. show. So, he pulls him down to Tassie. And then I go across to Melbourne. And then when I get to Melbourne, Peter goes, hey, can we get a show here in Tassie for... For you know specifically for our audience down here, and I said, well, why don't you go national with it? And so they yes. start the ball rolling down there, and so out of that comes a Tassie Encounter show with um, a guy from Tassie, uh, sorry from New South Wales, that replaces me, who was in Tassie, who's gone to Melbourne, and we're all working for Faith FM. So kind of weird. That Dude, is, that's okay. epic. <laughs> It is. It is because
0: I mean you've got you've got a a veteran. Um, you know, radio host down there who can, you know, train in the new guys, train in the Tassie Mm -hmm. guys. And of course, Tassie Encounters is coming on, you know, straight after our show. And that started as national just this, just on Monday.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they're national right across from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock across, uh, well, based on your time zone, but in the east it's 9 to 10. And then in Tassie specifically, they get rebroadcast again in the afternoon for the drive time down there. So they're getting double hit if you're in Tassie. If you're across the rest of the network, it's a, it's a morning show. So, mm. But they're, it's, they're doing a great job. I've, I've, have you tuned in, Lyle, if you checked them out?
0: Uh, uh, Producer Shell is putting up (laughs) her hand She's tuned in and checked them out I've listened to Peter Watts' stuff And his material back when he was doing the um, afternoon show up here And his material is just exceptional Just absolutely Mm -hmm. exceptional And I know a bunch of the guys So you've got Gary Webster down there I mean this guy is just an absolute gun He's a genius I worked with Gary Webster for about four years Uh, We worked closely together um, down at you know church head office down in sydney and um, who else has they, got? they got they got david leo down there they got a, a whole bunch of them that yeah it's going to be some amazing programming coming out of that place absolutely post. like
2: the stuff like, you go to college to hear the stuff that these guys are talking about and you pay money to hear it. And these guys are doing it for free across the network. It's, mm. it's fantastic stuff. You don't want to miss it. So, how's your show been going, Robbie? Oh, look, I, I have really enjoyed it. I've been going now for about 10 months with my show and I've got, I, I call them the faith experimenters. Yes. That's my followers, right? Ah, <laughs> the, okay. <laughs> faith yeah. The, the experimenters. experimenters. And they're yeah, good. Yeah. Like there's a really good, Bunch of people that are constantly engaging with me, mm. um, texting in there. Because the whole show is constructed around the idea of like, I went from a non Christian background into Christianity and that whole journey is what my stories, the show's about. And so I'm always looking for people to share their faith experiment, Mm -hmm. like how they're testing this thing out. Because at the end of the day, like it's an experiment, this faith thing. Like and and everyone's got a journey on that. And so Mm -hmm. it's about hearing from others. It's not just a one-way story. And so we're ending I'm ending a second phase of um the faith experiment being just this sort of one-way narrative and we're introducing into a feedback sort of format where we're going to have people come in onto the show and share their faith experiment mm. in one episode. So I'm really excited what's coming up. Probably about two weeks from now we're going to start having people come in and share how they've gone from a non-faith background to a faith background. Mm. And so I think people are going to really uh, resonate with some of the stories.
0: There's a bit of a thing here on uh, on for radio show hosts – where you've got people who've come from a complete non-faith <laughs> background. So we've got Robbie, we've got Lawson, we've got Peter, uh, down in Tassie, all people that come from an area of absolutely no faith whatsoever at all. The thing is, when, when you find faith, you
2: can't
1: shut up about it. You just, yeah, you, you got to, it, man. You got to talk, right? Yeah, 100%. That's why we're here.
0: All right. So we've got, uh, oh, my text message is going off, uh, left, right, and center here. Thanks, okay. So, so question for Robbie, uh, brief, brief history of, uh, of Faith FM Journey and Plans for the Future. Yeah, right. So
2: Faith FM is like, it's it's an amazing network. And I've just happened to... St- Get stepped into a a step into a role that just hands me this network that's reaching, you know, one in five Australians, faith of them reaches, and I've been asked like, how can we take this to the next level, right? And so it's a big, big challenge, but Mm. it's not just a one person show here. That's running this. We're a a nation, national wide team that's working together. And some of the things that we're working on, like I think your listeners are probably noticing that there's more live programming coming online. Mm. Yes, I'm so excited about that. Like you guys are the flagship, and still are. You're the flagship, right? You're the live,
0: you are the show, yes. As um, as far as live radio goes, I can remember back in the day, it was quite a struggle to get Live happening. Yes, very hard. And it's so, it is so heartening to see other live shows coming on. So we've got, okay, so think about live at the moment. We've got, um, we've got Tassie Encounters, we've got the Breakfast Show, we've got the Afternoon Show, which we have two afternoons a week coming out of this studio. Yes. You've got Drive Time with uh, South Australia, you've got uh, Hunty and Lloyd with Aussie Pasta. Yep. Um, Does that summarise it? And and
2: three of those programs just, uh, sorry, two of those programs just started in like the last month. Yeah! So, wow! So, like, we're and we've got more programs coming up. We're going to have a, a Sunday morning live show coming up in the next couple of months. Uh, oh, it's already working. That the, they're already testing stuff. We're about to go. And Are we allowed to it? get any sneak previews? Oh, who's involved look.
0: and where's it going to come it, from? Okay, and this one's coming out of Melbourne. Oh, okay. Yes, gonna yes, yes. It's
2: going to be live uh-huh. uh, every Sunday morning. Um, I went, oh, oh, it'll be around about the 10 30, 11 o'clock. I'll say that for now. Okay. All right. That yeah. wake up time on a Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah. Stuff.
1: Good exactly. stuff. It's so, basically, yeah, the Sunday breakfast show.
2: <laughs> the late, late breakfast show. Yeah. So that, stay tuned. I can't release too much of the details, but there's, there's going to be a range of different presenters and it's going to be really, uh, to use your word, Lawson, it's going to be
1: epic. Let's go. <laughs> there's,
0: there's a lot of people out there, and I think this is a really good um, time slot to be filling in because there's a lot of people out there who that would be their normal church time yes. mm. and don't have access to church for a multitude of different reasons. Yep. So it's great to have some live programming right there. Absolutely. Yeah, wow.
2: And we, we want to do a format that allows people to connect with the show live, like like you guys do. We want to do that. We want to have look, the big vision of Faith FM is we want more two-way conversations. Mm. Yes. We don't want to just be like, behind the mic, pre-recorded, send stuff out. We want to have that communication with our listeners. We, mm. we want to know your story. We want to help you grow in your faith. I mean, that's the whole reason for Faith FM, right? We want to grow faith. So that's probably the big thing that's coming up on the radar soon. But the other thing that we've really been working hard on is the app if your listeners don't have it, they've got to get the Faith FM app. Go yes. Yes. A- yes. Amen. If you're, on yes. Android. if you're on Android, it's there. If you're on iPhone, it's there. You've got to get the app. And I'll just highlight real quick some of the features that we've just released. And if you don't know about it, the first thing is we released probably about two or three months ago a profile feature where you can create your own profile. And people go, what are on profile? I'll tell you why. Because profiles let you create a list of things that you love on Faith FM. Mm. So, for example, I hope all your listeners have created a profile and they've loved or liked the uh, Break breakfast show. show, right? Of
0: course. Now,
2: here's where it gets cool. When you create that profile and you like an, a show, we're working on a system that's going to notify you when your show comes online so you don't forget. Because maybe your listeners are you know sleeping in a little bit. We want to tell them, hey, your show's going to start in five minutes. Get on to the app or get on to the mm, air. What so, a great alarm clock. It's fantastic, right? It's an alarm clock that's going to help you with anything you like. So no matter what program it is, if we, it's coming up in the schedule... It'll be able to push out. That's not there yet. That's coming next. But you got to yes. create the profile first. Yes. You got to like your favorite shows. The big thing we just released, we did it quietly. It's coming out in the newsletter, but we've released, um, sharing. You can share your programs from the app or the website. So oh, number yes. one request we have gotten since I've been in this role is how do I share this program I'm listening to with someone in my friend, my family, my coworker? It's done. We've just mm. released our tech guys released it, uh, three weeks ago. So now you can click on any show you're listening to, whether it's on the website, whether it's on the app, and you can go share. And it will go into your regular OS sort of feature, whether it's uh, WhatsApp or Signal or text messaging. So this is cool. The cool thing is we're going to, if you create the profile, we'll let you know when someone's listened to it. So you'll get to know how effective your sharing has been. That's all coming. So we've got some exciting stuff happening in the app space.
0: So there's much, much more, but I don't know how much time i got to talk. Oh, hey. Um, just, just keep going. Tell us about the app, Robbie. Tell us about the app because everybody needs to get the app. We keep talking about this here on The Breakfast Show and encouraging people to get the app because, I mean, the thing I love about the app is that sometimes when you're on the road, you drive in and out of the signal. Yes. Uh, particularly if you're living in an area where the topography is sort of lumpy and hilly and all mm. over the place, and the app just eliminates all that. It's the best way to listen to the radio show. Yes, mm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Listen to it worldwide. And the good thing with the app is is that if you missed the show
2: like your listeners would never miss your show right but if they happen to listen listen one day and they've missed it for the next day or whatever it is they can catch up yes yes listen, this is my love this tagline listen live or listen later
0: get the app right yes. and, i mean i've listened i've listened on the app in lawson and i have listened on the app in ethiopia yeah. Do you listen to listen, yourself? Listen to Faith FM. Uh, it's kind of yeah. <laughs> it's like googling yourself, right? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Don't do it too
1: often. Well, well we I, listened on the app to see if it was working. That was like the biggest thing for us. Is like, oh yeah, did our show get out there? Da 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 da. As well as listening to the other amazing programs too. Yes, of course. It's Quite
0: challenging doing radio from Ethiopia with Ethiopian um, internet.
1: internet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> One more thing I'll share is with the app and with the website, we want to encourage our listeners. To sign up for our newsletter. We have an e-newsletter. We're not going to spam you. It comes out periodically, like maybe every two months. But you will get all this information of what's happening behind the scenes, what great programs have aired that you might have missed, um, what programs are coming up in the next period of uh, programming. You, you, you've got to get onto this um, email newsletter. Mm. To get it, you can go to the Faith FM website and click on the, the banner that says sign up, or you can go to faithfm.com.au newsletter. Sign up. We're not going to spam you. We don't pass your details on. It's for you to know what we're doing. These sorts of things we're talking about. This is the stuff we put out the newsletter. Because
0: most of our listeners would not know that we just had two new live programs that went to air, you know, a month in in the last month. Most of our listeners would not know about all the new features on the app that are coming out. Exactly. This is the only way that you can keep up with it. This is the way you keep Mm. up with it.
1: Yeah. And that's a good thing as well. Like at Faith FM, we're not like an MLM. We're not like selling anything or you know, we're not going to spam you to get you to give us money. All we want to do is share the gospel with people. we give away. We
0: give, yeah. We yes, yes, that's
1: away. right. Like, we give
2: stuff away all the time. Like, I oversee the budget for the, the the stuff that gets given away. Yeah. And I'm telling you guys, you, you're pushing my boundaries. <laughs> like, the amount of stuff you guys give away on this show, it's fantastic, but we give it away. We're not going to sell you stuff away. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.